I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I am committed to resolving or manipulating (laughs) your child's nap schedule. This is episode 102, and I am talking about how I manipulated my daughter's nap schedule so I could have peace, sanity, work time, and overall happy, healthy, wonderful life. Because happy mom, happy life, right? I want to get truthful with you guys. We don't have naps anymore in the Campbell house. So I'm actually speaking into a strategy that I just did on my own a couple years ago with my daughter back in 2016, 2017. So I have two girls. In case you don't know, you should also follow me on Instagram because they make an appearance a lot. So go follow me if you're not already on Instagram at Sleep. Ellie and Hattie are um, three and five currently. Hattie's about to be four. But when we first um, moved to Virginia, Hattie was three weeks old. And we lived with my parents for eight months as we figured out where we wanted to go. And then as we waited for a house to be built and we waited for my husband to find a job and we just had a lot of transition. What I want you guys to know and what I want you to gather from today's episode is that this need to manipulate my daughter's nap schedule was a literal need. It happened out of necessity for sanity for me. So like I said, Ellie and Hattie, they are uh, 18, 19 months apart. I can't remember, 18 and a half something. They are close in age. And so when Ellie was on a one nap schedule, Hattie was on a two nap schedule. And I was stuck at home. Does this resonate with you? I was stuck at home for nap one, for Hattie. She would wake up about an hour later. Ellie would be ready for her nap, only nap of the day. By the time Ellie was almost done napping, it was time for Hattie's second nap of the day. And my whole day was awake, snack, nap, awake, snack, lunch, nap, nap, awake, awake, bedtime. (laughs) That was my day. And I needed to have something else to do. And especially as we lived with my parents, I needed somewhere else to go. So we decided that we would join the gym. And American Family was like five minutes away from my parents' house and they offered great classes, but they started at, you guessed it, nap time (laughs) or around nap time or when Hattie was napping. She was on a two nap schedule, getting that like blissful hour and a half morning nap, hour and a half afternoon nap. Great. We've got our three hour total. We're good here. But that meant that when she woke up from her nap at 11 a.m. from 9.30 to 11, and then Ellie went down at about 12, 12.30, like we didn't have any time. We had an hour and a half to do something. That's not enough time to go to an hour-long gym class and get home and feed. Like that just wasn't going to happen. So I decided out of necessity that I needed to do something and take matters into my own hand. And I felt so competent. I'm so thankful that I did. And I hope you feel the same way after listening to this. I felt comfortable and competent to manipulate Hattie's nap schedule. So what I did... First of all, the girls at the time, Hattie was sleeping in a closet, which is perfectly fine because it's totally pitch black dark and Ellie had her own room. So Hattie was in a closet right off of our room and I would put Hattie down for her nap at 930. And as soon as I put her down, I would get all of our stuff ready to go. I would get dressed for the gym. I would get our diaper bag ready. I'd get the bottles ready, whatever we needed, because I was going to wake her up at 10. So she would only have a 30 minute nap. I'd get Ellie, you know, changed or potty, whatever she was doing at the time. And And we would pick Hattie up out of the crib and we'd go straight to the car. 
So right about this time, she needed to have a feed because she'd had her first bottle at seven. And so the next bottle was at 10. Well, I got her up. We drove to the gym. I handed Hattie off, gave the bottle, and then I went to my gym class. And that meant, yes, instead of an hour and a half nap, she had a 30 minute nap. And that's fine because guess what? I needed space. I needed to be able to get out of that house. And I cannot tell you how often I talk to parents about taking breaks, taking breathers, even during the sleep training process. After two to three weeks, however long it is that we work together and you are solving your child's initial sleep problems, there are countless times I have to tell the parents, please stop tracking, stop logging, stop, (laughs) because you can get so obsessed with their sleep. And thankfully, Hattie was incredibly easygoing, so it was fine for her to do this. I have no idea how this would have happened with Ellie because she was a little bit more sensitive and high needs, aka the reason that I became a sleep consultant. And But for Hattie, she was just easygoing and it clicked. It was fine for her. So as I'm sharing these strategies, you may resonate with some things that I'm saying because mentally you need to have this break and prayerfully your child is going to be fine to manipulate with, but there are some babies who are a little bit more needy and this may not work for them, but you can try it, okay? This is my permission for you to try to manipulate your child's nap so you can have a break in sanity and that time away that you need so that you feel fueled and filled up. So I would go to the gym class from like 10 to 11. Sometimes I would take advantage of the entire two hour childcare, which was amazing. And I would either do like another class or I would go actually work in their little cafe area. And then we would all head home at 12. So we'd have from 10 or about like 10, 15 um, until 12, we would be at the gym. Then we'd come home and I would do a quick lunch for Ellie, get her cleaned up, and then she would go down for her nap. So this left us with a longer gap for Hattie. So normally, and she was like eight to nine months at this age. So at this age, we're looking for three hours between nap one and nap two. Well, she's going to have to go a little bit longer um, was kind of the stretch. And so my, my best time frame that I was thinking about this before I started like opening my mouth to tell you guys. Um, At most, it would be three and a half hours, but it was around like three hours and 15 minutes, three hours and 30 minutes, somewhere around there. So we, she would get down for her nap at about like 1.15 at the latest 1.30. So it was a little bit more than the three hour gap, but I had to feed her and get her ready and Ellie down for a nap at like 12.30, 12.45. And then I'd get Hattie cleaned up and then she would go down. And then I had an amazing hour, sometimes hour and a half to myself to work because at this time, my husband, like I said, he had a job, but it wasn't great. We were contemplating us working together because it was just not working anymore. And so I I had to work at some point. So I would be able to squeeze out like an hour, at most an hour and a half. And it was so awesome. And it was so needed for me to have that. Hattie would take a full two hours, sometimes two and a half hour nap. And Ellie would take her typical two hour nap and we'd all come back together. And it was so, like I said, so needed. Um, What I mostly remember about these days is that it wasn't every day that I did this. So I manipulated her naps on the days that I wanted to go to the gym which I believe was Tuesdays and Thursdays. I was thinking back through this the other day. I think it was Tuesdays and Thursdays. I would go to the gym. And then I remember on uh, Mondays, I sometimes went to a mops group. So sometimes I'd have to manipulate her nap for that too. We'd get her up, you know, pull her out of the crib and go to mops. So I want to share this with you guys that just because you're going to manipulate, maybe you have a, a music class to go to or a gym class, which asterisk here, I'm talking while we're in quarantine. So 
Can't wait for the, these days to happen again. But maybe you just want to go for a walk. Maybe it's you don't have anywhere to go, but maybe you were like me. You had two kiddos or multiple kiddos who were all napping and all you would do if you did this, you know, the air quotes right way, you would just be in a napping house all day long and, and not a pretty illustrated one, like one that's just frustrating because all you're doing is putting children to sleep all day and you're not getting out and no one's getting that vitamin D and that energy. So I want to urge you that if you're feeling boxed in, if you're feeling trapped in right now for quarantine or into the future, you're listening to this and you didn't realize that you could do this. Yes, you can. Here's your permission slip. Manipulate your child's nap. Maybe you wake them up after 30, 45 minutes, which is one sleep cycle, by the way. That's where I'm getting that number from. So one sleep cycle in the day is about 30 to 45 minutes. Get your kid up and then move on with your day. Go outside, go to a park, um, go run around. Our favorite thing right now in quarantine is literally to find a field and just go run around in the field. They love it. We got a kickball, the best thing ever. So I want to give you that permission because sometimes you need that. And you are the one that I'm most concerned about. I'm sure your kid is lovely and cute and adorable and wonderful, but mom, you're the one I care most about, okay? If you are not taking care of yourself, then everything else is going to start to crumble. No matter how strong you think you can be and how emotionally resilient you think you are, you're the one I care about the most. So use this as a permission slip. Go manipulate your child's nap schedule. There's not a whole lot of strategy to this. Honestly, it's going to be some trial and error. Like I said, not every kid is the same and sleep is not black and white. There's a lot of gray space that you just need to kind of figure out. But maybe you use my example. Maybe you get your kid up early from the first nap so you can have from 10 to 12.30 as outside play, go run around, drive somewhere, go do something, and then we can all come back together for an afternoon nap. That would be okay. Uh, maybe it's the reverse. Maybe you maybe you do something in the later evening or early evening slash late afternoon and you want to have a long morning nap and a short afternoon nap. Whatever it is, go for it. And then tell me. I want to know. I love, 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 love hearing your stories. There's a reason that every single Monday on Instagram we do sleep wins. It's because I fully believe that we have to celebrate the fact that your kid is a great sleeper. And I also do this because I think it's amazing to hear these stories. And even people who have great sleepers tell me they love reading other people. So I actually want to spend just a moment to share with you about a family who used this podcast to create great sleep. C. Nold says, I've been listening to Becca's podcast for about three weeks and just finished night 14 of the baby sleepy coaching program. My 15 month old hadn't slept through the night ever and she was waking up every single hour during the night. I would nurse her back to sleep each time so I hadn't slept in 15 months either. Becca's program worked like a charm. It was reasonably priced, simple to follow, easy to implement and stick with and now my baby sleeps 12 hours a night. It's truly amazing and I feel like a fool for not knowing about this before. I even hired a sleep consultant when my daughter was four months old and tried another method to get her to sleep, and the program was completely unsuccessful. This program has been amazing, and I'm in shock that my child is sleeping. I'm still listening to Becca's amazing podcast and will keep listening as I know my baby will change and grow and reach different phases related to her sleep. I highly recommend this podcast and programs for anyone seeking help. First of all, Old, thank you because you're not a fool. Um, and this is something I have to speak into here because we, like I said, we get lost in our child's sleep. Sometimes we get obsessed and we get so wrapped up in it. And sometimes we just need to take a breather and come back to the table. I'm so glad that you found this. And actually, I get frequently asked, like, what's the difference between your program and other people's programs? Because I'm not the only person selling online sleep training programs, but I do believe that we have an incredible 
way of delivering personal, supportive, and helpful information through our podcast, through our blogs, through our YouTube channel, by the way, that's newly launched. And of course, through the Sleep Society, which is just a gold mine of information for you to continue making that progress. And I put out podcasts like this about manipulating your child's nap schedule because I don't ever want you to feel like you sleep train and now you're in a prison. It's the opposite, you guys. When you teach your child how to go to sleep, you can have freedom and you can have flexibility and that can be yours. If you have a story like that, would you leave a review on Apple Podcasts? You just scroll down, tap the five stars, leave us a review, tell us what you love most about this podcast and your experience and share this episode with somebody. Maybe you know a mom who is struggling. Maybe mentally you know like they they maybe have a newborn and a toddler and they're struggling with how do I do this? How do I balance newborn and toddler nap schedule. Well, the good news is newborns aren't on a nap schedule. If we can get one to two naps in the crib, that would be an amazing win. So hit the little box with the arrow up, share this podcast with someone that you know would love to hear this message. And most of all, you guys, thank you. Thank you a million times over for being a part of this with me. We are at our five-year birthday mark for little Z's. Um, Gosh, this podcast has a lot of things that I didn't know I was going to share. We're at five-year mark for little Z's this month, and we are just overwhelmed with the growth. And we just, honestly, I say we, this is my husband and I and my team. We want to thank you for always being here to encourage us as we encourage you on your sleep journey. So leave us a review. We'd love, 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 love to hear your story. I will see you on Instagram or YouTube, wherever we connect. Sweet dreams, you guys. See you next time.